I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Lights. How's everyone doing? How are you guys doing through all these changes? Well, we're going to be diving in today. Oh, welcome, everyone. Uh, chat got opened a little later, so um, hey, Tammy. Welcome. Welcome all in the chat. Good to see you in the sacred space of empowerment room. Let me know, by the way, also um, how my sound is because I'm on a new mic system. Uh, yeah, the other one didn't fit on the um, – well, um, hello, everyone. If you're listening by phone, that is great. If you're listening in the archives, you're with us in real time. We can feel you. We got you. And if you want to ask questions, um, you can in the chat, or you can um, also call in, and that number is 347-539-5122, 347 Oh, my gosh, everyone, so much going on, and I've had so many, um, oh, my gosh, messages, DMs, emails, people asking me questions in my groups. Um, so we're going to dive in a bit today of what's happening and a little bit of a heads up. Uh, please, if you would like a reading or just like to connect and say hi or share some how you're doing on your path or ask some questions. Again, that number is 347-539-5122 and press 1 on your keypad. I do see people in the queue, um, callers in the queue, listeners. If you're listening by phone, that's great. Um, however, if you do want a reading, please press 1 on your keypad. And I will be getting to you. I just have a little bit. If you're new to the program, I just have a little bit to share. Um, this is community generated, so we really I, I do listen to um, what you guys want to hear and what you want to talk about um, or your questions or comments. And of course, the producer Sadie, um, she's great with guests. So if you, by the way, anything's awakenings, guest suggestions, topic suggestions, uh, email questions that you have for me, please email awakenings podcast at gmail.com, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. That's the best way. Um, some of you guys give some really great guest suggestions, so I do appreciate that. I'm going to say it again, call-in number, 347-539-5122. Please stay on the line, wait, press 1 on your keypad, and I will be getting to you. So um, soul-centered living Yay uh, is is launched. Um, it's the first class meetup session is this 
Saturday. Um, you guys, it's really going to be great. Um, I'm doing programs. I'm still doing my monthly workshops, meditations and sessions, um, but I'm also doing different programs. Like I just finished a um, seven-week tarot program. But I'm also going to be diving in and doing three-month and six-month programs for people that really want to dive in deeper and really have the accelerated focus and energy. And soul-centered living is pretty guided. You get weekly information, insights, affirmations. Um, there's a there's a monthly theme, and soul. We're doing soul path, what we call soul path work. And so I give weekly insights, guidance, a focus for the week, um, tune-ins, and then um, there are special guests, guest teachers, um, special events because it's more than just a program, a course. It's also a community. So I'm really trying to extend and interlock the various communities through Instagram, Facebook, Patreon, Always Awakenings is the anchor, um, just really to support people. Because the messages I've been getting from people is we just want more support. We want, And now people have been saying, I want more guidance. How do you manifest? How do you move into conscious creation? And so – this is the place where I can do that in a, in a very integrous way. I can, just like on MentorCam, some of you have asked me questions on MentorCam. And if you notice, I do keep things, you know, there just has to be some energy exchange. I mean, obviously, Awakenings is free. People can ask me questions here, get readings, get guidance. And then MentorCam is very, very affordable, <laughs> um, and people are loving that, and I'm loving that. And then my courses and classes, you know, I really try to keep things, you know, different ranges, different different levels of support for people. Um, and, and then, you know, we're different levels of growing and helping and depending on what people are wanting. So if you have those quick questions or guidance about your particular soul path or your gifts or how to navigate or how to bridge from what you're doing now to what you want to do, those of you that have been with me for a while on Awakenings and have seen my, my growth and, you know, evolution and what I offer, you do notice that you can ask any of the OGs, people that have been here a while, you know, I just, I do love sharing what I learn, what I get trained in. I'm constantly learning, training, growing. And then I have, you know, I have this input, this amazing resource, which we're going to talk a bit more about today with my guides. Tapping, being the gift that I have to be able to tap into spirit, God, and also work with these guides, these spiritual hierarchy, these oversouls that have been very accurate in their guidance and predictions. Um, so much more that my ego is getting less and less. I'm less second guessing. I'm like, okay, this is what I received, you know. Um, I almost feel like my clients now. Because it's so funny. My clients, I think, have more faith and trust and belief sometimes in the messages. Um, but I'm learning. I'm at my whole new learning curve on this. Like, wow, Michelle, just keep practicing, you know, dissolving into that softness, letting, you know, the, the guidance come through more, even for yourself. You know, you may, you may have to get out of the rational mind on this and let the higher self take over more and more. Let the higher self take, you know, love the ego, the little self, hold that part or the wounds, you know, take care of the wounding. But don't act from that. You've got this great resource. You need to use it also. It's not just for my clients. <laughs> That's what I had to kind of realize. 
um, oh, geez, old goat, said the Capricorn <laughs> camera. <laughs> old gangsters. Well, we are old goats because we've just been climbing and climbing. So if soul-centered living is something you'd like to know more about, uh, we are starting this Saturday. Um, if that's something that you want to know more about and perhaps even participate in, you can go to soulplayground.life and click on classes and courses, and it'll take you to a page that has a little blurb about soul-centered living, and then you can click on there and find out more information. So that's at soul-centered living. I'll put a link in the description box of this episode. I, I tend to kind of forget about that, but... Um, also, a lot of the deep dives I'm doing on Patreon, that's another way to connect with me, YouTube and Instagram. I'd love to have you there. I'm, I'm posting on Instagram, but I'm, I'm changing a little bit of what I'm offering. I'm having to go within. There's so much that's going on right now, so much that I, information that I am receiving, and there's so many confirmations, and we'll be, I'll, I'll be, you know, getting into that. Um, that I'm having to digest a lot. And I just see, I also feel there's a lot of noise. For some reason, I don't feel that with awakenings, with this connection, and obviously in my groups and my workshops and definitely on Patreon. Um, YouTube, please connect with me also my YouTube channel, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache. You know, you can just Google Michelle Mache or Soul Awakening, put that um, in there. But um, I do give information there, weekly pulse, the weekly energetic what I'm trying to do is, is just be of assistance and guide with my gifts and my training and, you know, insights. And, but I, I will say, you know, on regular social media, I can't be as open and blunt as I am on Patreon. Or, you know, because Patreon, we, we, we meet um, the Soul Path Journey with Michelle, we meet um, monthly. And I can be, I don't have to censor myself. And I censor, I'm finding I'm going to censor myself a little bit less here um, because I don't know who totally, I know my core audience, but there's a lot of different listeners. I don't want to freak anybody out. And I always want to make sure when I'm giving information that might be challenging to believe or harsh, but I want to be real to everybody about what's coming up because I see it. I, and then I'm getting these confirmations. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Uh, by the way, speaking also of ways to connect with me, uh, Friday at 11, um, 11 a.m. Pacific time, maybe a little later, 11.15, but around 11 a.m., I am going to go on um, Instagram Live. Uh, Miko and Biji, who were guests a couple of episodes ago, have asked me to come on and share some of my gifts and to also I'll be doing readings. So their Instagram is loveall5d. So if that's something you're interested in, that's going to be this Friday, whatever date that is. I think that's the 27th at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m.-ish. I'll try to remember to do a post on it. I've just been in really some deep dives. Um, yeah, so bear with me, everyone. Again, 347-539-5122 is the call-in number. And again, for Soul-Centered Living, um, that starts this Saturday. You can go to soulplayground.life, click Courses and Classes page that Jennifer 
Mattu so amazingly designed, and um, you click the buttons to know more information and to sign up if you want to. Of course, Patreon, my YouTube channel, my Instagram. I'd love to have all of you there. I'd love to hear from more of you what you're doing and how you're doing. That's why I like these monthly groups I'm doing because I'm really trying to open it up to what are, what are your life experiences that are happening now through all of this that we're going through, this level of awakening. Um, we're in the converging flow, but also the rude awakening for, for some, for the mainstream. So I want to talk a little bit about that. I won't do too much because I do see callers um, in the queue, and I want to um, get to get to you all and make sure also we have our time for our guest that's coming up, Rachel Lang, um, who is an astrologer. We're going to be talking about her book, Modern Day Magic, Eight Simple Rules to Realize Your Power and Shape Your Life. Ooh, I like that. So, but I do need to address um, the many questions that I've been getting um, somewhat. And I, I need to, um, again, I do this much more openly and less censored in Patreon and also, of course, in any of my group sessions because people are asking that and I can kind of manage the energy flow. And also I just don't really want to get a barrage of trolling people, you know, trollies. I usually don't attract them too much, knock on wood, but, you know, every so, right, Tim, in the chat, you guys, OGs, Divine Mystic, Haley, Sue, every few years we get a a doozy. So what the heck is going on? And, okay, first of all, we got to all kind of just look below the surface. This is what a lot of my readings have been about. If you are subscribed to my YouTube channel, you notice the last few months I kept talking about, uh uh-oh, August, (laughs) more extreme, shock, more constriction, restriction, close down, lockdowns, um, information that's very shocking, you know, truth starting to be revealed. I can tell you my guide said this, my visions were four days, four years, each day is a year. We have this there's so much going on and I, I really, I may devote a whole show so I can just really break it down what the overall, um, as I have received the information. Now I can only talk about what I've received from God's spirit and very specifically from the oversouls and the spiritual hierarchy. And due to my experience <laughs> in the world that I've lived in, um, you know, as a model and an actress, you do get, you are around people. Like, you know, I had dinner one time with the, you know, what was it, the king or Brunei or whatever, the soul, you know. So, you know, you, I've, I've been around a lot of different people. My my teacher, uh, Rach, who was a, a very, a mentor of mine and teacher was married to um, the Ex, he was retired when they were married, but uh, but he was very active. Um, uh, I don't know what you want to say, kind of on his own, in a private capacity. But he was the um, LA director of the FBI. So I and I look at astrology. So I when I I always look for confirmations. I will give my downloads that I receive uncensored. But I also just for myself. 
I do look for confirmations or I pray or I ask for them. And lately there's been a lot coming in. I get a lot of email and texts and people calling me and saying, oh, my God, you predicted this. This is happening. This is going on. What's going on in Australia? You saw this. You saw that. But I also, because as an astrologer, whether I do the astrology myself or I, and I'll go, oh, my God, this fits in with the timing. Now, I do this so that I get a heads up. It also helps me trust spirit more, the unseen, definitely my guides and the oversouls, but it helps the people that I'm working with because I keep saying this, where are the new emerging consciousness that's, being, that, that's piercing through now, through us as us, people talk about new paradigm, the new earth. It's not going to just happen I'm telling you, wishful thinking or by itself. It's going to happen by, as Tamara put in the chat, the goats. Literally the devil, reimagining the devil, the Capricorn energy. Watch my video on YouTube about don't fear the devil. Um, I had to do a whole video on that because there's so much, so much misinformation and misunderstanding about the devil. I mean, in the Thoth deck, the devil is shown as having these huge gonads with people inside. The devil is raw creative energy, whether you use it for sex or creating a business or love or gardening or whatever. It's raw creative energy. As we step out of the victim abuser, these old dynamics of the, the dominator culture, as we step out of these old patterns, this old matrix, we're creating a new design, a new spider web, a new matrix, more from the soul and less from wounding because we're moving into more of conscious creation. But it is happening through individuals and through collectives that are coming together. Now, um, what year are we in the force? <laughs> Well, let me just say, it doesn't mean everything goes back to hunky-dory. I hate to say this, but the, the, the divide that's happening, this divergent flow, see, we've got different parts of awakening. That's why my guides, when I started this podcast, which I had no idea I was going to do this, I was like, what? You know, what, what do you want me to do? Um, explain this to me. You know, this harmonic convergence, it's like underground, the level there is this unification, this binding force of love, this, this cohesiveness that's trying to happen. It's also esoterically called harmony through conflict. So we're living out to purify the lower levels. I don't like to say shadow because just like there's negative triggers, there's positive triggers. There's positive shadows. It's the lower harmonic of, or octave based on fear, fear of the other. And so people are very comfortable in taking sides. I mean, I learned this when I was a model and I was traveling around the country and I would get in Bible Belt areas. And at the time, because I was so studying so much metaphysics and I was, I mean, I was like, you know, voraciously reading and studying with people and mentoring, studying with Barbara Brennan, you know, Hands of Light, metaphysics, Kabbalah, you know, I was in there. I had to study um, religion, comparative religion. The only one I didn't dive too deep into was um, Islam. But I knew my Bible. I knew the Bible. I knew the Aramaic. I mean, I knew it from the um, New Age Bible, the Aquarian Bible. So I knew verses. I knew what they really meant. I'm like, oh, go back to the Aramaic version. Go back to this. King James was 
you know, that king changed it. That's the Bible everybody listens to, but he changed it so that he could, you know, you know, own thing that, you know, so every king, everybody changed the Bible to, to suit themselves, right? The kings did. And of course, the, 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 um, um, archdiocese you want to call them the diocese you know acquiesce to that for money right okay we can go into that that's a whole other story but what it boiled down to was the people that were the most frightened you know born again jehovah whatever it was i did deprogramming of scientologists deprogramming of jehovah witnesses you know i've done a lot of things depossession work why I didn't have any weird things happen to me, my mentor and teacher, Dr. Han, said because I, I, did, I stayed in the oneness, the less extreme of the polarity. What they always said, if we don't believe in this, then what do we have to do? And I said, we've got to do research like I did. You've got to read. You've got to Google it. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I, we don't have that. And then what it would be like, if this isn't right, then what do we believe? People, a lot of people are kind of lazy. You know, I get that way. What do you, okay, recommend me a doctor, recommend me somebody. You know, we go by what our friends say. But the Aquarian age is going to be whap, whap, whap. You have to do your own research of what's right for you, your path, and your, your body. You know, choice is going to be key because the lower harmonic of aquarian energy and where we have a where you have we're in the, moving into the age of aquarius is cults is cults is brainwashing it rules groups yes it rules the kumbaya coming together but it also rules the other part and so for a while we're going to see the split the divide which i have heard from ever since i was in my late teens studying metaphysics and I thought the divide was going to be by I just decide I don't I can't resonate with you anymore no you're not going to have a conscious choice to who you're connected with it may be somebody very different you know a lot of people are very shocked and saddened by the spiritual community the yoga community uh, health wellness because the stance that they're taking in regards, especially to the vaccine, right? The vax, we call it the shot, I guess. Um, and that's true because if you can't say, you can't say, and the peer pressure, that, that is not spiritual. That is a lower harmonic of shaming, like some religions do. We don't need to name them, but, you know, religions that shame families that shame because you don't you didn't do this you didn't do that so choice this is about individual choice i'm really trying to guide people to see that i yeah am i people ask me are you doing at this no but i wouldn't be doing a vaccine i'm doing other measures that's just not me i'm trained in holistic health i i have a whole i'm doing what i would normally do I cannot tell someone else what to do because this is so individual to your belief system, your body, your immune system, your level of fear. You know, it, it, it's very tailored. And you can see that people are having different experiences. So if you're saying you must do this, you're just as, you know, as, as, as unevolved as the people that are saying is that you must not do this. I have friends that have gotten the shot and family, and I have those that have not. 
What we need to look at is what are the decisions we're making? What is the system we're buying into? Not just for ourselves, but our children and grandchildren. Because the, the separating out, the divide that's going to be happening, this divergent flow, right? We're in this converging flow where everything's happening together. People are coming together. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. There are a lot of people that are coming together in moving just from tolerance to respect to honoring each other, not understanding each other. So you've been prepared for this. You have to use your tools. But you, so you have to really discern step by step, sometimes minute by minute, play by play, I'll do this, but I won't do that. You have to look and see what system is I'm creating. Because I will tell you, I've seen it, and I trust. You know, I had visions three weeks before 9-11, and I did not fly. I was supposed to be going to visit, uh, you know, friends. I would have been caught up all in that. I wouldn't have been on those planes, but I would have been, I would have been you know, clients and friends of mine that did, were traveling couldn't get home, some of them for days, some of them for up to two weeks. No, no flight, no. And I had well-meaning friends and a wonderful spiritual life coach that I was working with at the time kept trying to attribute it to stress. Oh, Michelle, you're just probably stressed. I said, no, no. I am seeing people sucked out of planes. I am seeing a plane explode. And I, I don't have a fear of flying. In fact, I like turbulence telling me something, and I'm not going to fly. Oh, Michelle, you're just stressed. Oh, Michelle, that no, that's just a nightmare. Spiritual people that are, do dream therapy and spiritual, I'm like, no, no, no. I had, I had sheer, it was, it was a vision. It was something different. So I listened to my intuition. I listened, and I didn't fly. And, of course, we know what happened. So, anyway, I could go on to countless situations, and those of you that have been hearing me talk about this, I am going to try to get things more in bullet points to share more. So this means you have to learn to trust your intuition more and align more to your higher self so you're not getting pulled into the, you know, back and forth within the polarity plane. You know, I have a friend of mine that asked me, she said, oh, aren't you getting fearful? And yes, I do get fearful. I get, oh, my God, what if I get it or get it back? I had it last year with COVID. And I worked. I was on awakening. (laughs) I did everything, you know. But and my chiropractor even said, Michelle, why don't you come out and talk about your experience with it? And I said, I can't because so many people are having different types of experiences. I can't say do this or don't do that because look what I experienced. It's not like that, <laughs> you know. Some people, you know, go on a five-mile hike and don't make it up the hill. Some people do. Some people take the long you know, two hours, some people an hour 45, some people an hour. I can't judge that. And that's what I feel We ha- the big spiritual lesson for everyone is if you're really spiritual and dialed in, then you're going to see that and understand that. You're going to find a way to make peace with both sides because there's a third side that's trying to be created. There's a, the, the, it's the triangle, it's the Merkaba. It's connecting to the light body. We don't connect to the higher self. But the more we're mired in to the extremes of duality within the polarity plane, the more things become solid and heavy. Now, that's not necessarily bad. It's just a different experience. You have to decide what is your experience. What do you want your experience to be? So what you're seeing, this divide, 
is going to bring people into these small communities that is everybody's been talking about. And it is going to be in many, 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 many major cities. Now, I can't, it's pockets. This is what the guys, it's pockets. There will be like a, a very controlled, vaxxed, smart cities that people want to be in. I know it sounds a little sci-fi, but the, remember, a lot of these books and movies, not all of them, and not The Matrix, please, 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 I actually know him and his ex-wife uh, from Chicago days. It's not like that. We're not on these pods. No, 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 no. People take things too literal. That's against being stuck in the extremes of the polarity plane. That's the ego. That's the lower level ego saying, well, it has to be this way or that way. We're stuck in a pod and everybody's controlling us. No, we're part of it. There is this majority. We we have a lot of say-so by where we put our time, our energy, our focus, our money. Companies, what do we subscribe to? How much do we get in this system of being tracked and traced and that's okay? How much do we give our rights away? How much do we, oh, I'll just swipe this, swipe that, you know? And I'm not the only one with my guides that have seen this. I mean, I've been in this, in this world a long time. People much older than me, a lot of born-again Christian groups and Mormons, you know, I, I kind of back in the day when I was younger, I thought they're nuts. And so I started having these visions of what's to come. So if there's going to be, if there are always has been multiple realities and there's going to be more multiple realities, that has to be manifested on the physical plane. That's what the 5D is about. You will find where you need to be by resonance, not by trying to figure it out or being pro this or, you know, I'm pro-choice on all areas. So I I may not like certain things that people do, you know, I, I honestly, I don't like when I hear people stockpiling AK-47s, I think they're called, um, I don't know. That doesn't really, you know, make me happy. Um, but right now, there's a, there's, they're able to do that. So I am not going to, you know, champion against that. Now, if I had somebody killed by one of my family, that might be a different thing. So you're going to have to be, cho- you're going to see your reality is getting shaped right now by what you truly desire on a soul level, what you want, and where you're at. If you don't get in the way and mucky it, you know, um, it, it, it's really going to challenge us because we, the, the, the lower level ego, the little self, and our wounding, it's coming through the funnel of wants to be right because if we're really right, then somebody other's way is wrong. And that's how we've been taught. You know, there's a right way and there's a wrong way. But metaphysically, no, sometimes the wrong way ends up being the right way, and sometimes the right way ends up being the wrong way. So it's really going to be pushing everyone into the higher self, into the less and less extremes of duality, into the pushing. Like, I would say one thing to ask yourself, what were your values before this pandemic? Are you living by those values? Because people that are doing pressure, I'm just going to call it out, you know, with those frames. I, I, I don't like authority, but I got the vaccine. You know, all this peer pressure, that's advertising. That is, unfortunately, that cobble, Bilderberg Group, Steering Committee, whatever you want to call it, all of the above, pitting people against each other. One of my teachers, you know, when we were talking about this years ago, 20 years ago, and, and lately people kept telling me, my groups, oh, it's going to be a race war. I said, no, 
it's going to be civil. No, 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 no. Race is too easy to, that, no, that's, that, that's too easy to dissolve and get around. No, it's going to be pitting people against each other, especially within families where we get our nurturing, and that means our soul family groups. That's how you destabilize. And that has been metaphysically prophesized as well as Ted Gunderson told me this, taking down the, the world economy and especially the United States, which is going to be having a Pluto return. So we will see what happens with that because there's too many entrepreneurs, too many independent thinkers. So you can hear the agenda, and I'm going to share more of it, with the, but there is another way. There is a way through this. So that could be the agenda you see on the top, but there is an overall agenda. I, by the way, let's just say something here because I had friends and some clients, and again, I'm not for – if people go back to when um, I think Obama was running with McCain, White early days of awakenings, and we had an astrologer on, uh, Pisces Solutions, Diane Lerner, and people were asking who's going to win, uh, which I did predict Obama, and everybody was, oh, my God, peace and blessings, everything is going to be great. And I said, no, no. We will not have the kind of president or leadership that people dream of or fantasize until our consciousness changes we get, we create the extension of ourselves right now, and, and, and it's extension of the, 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 the divide. Now, a lot of people, I've seen it, friends of mine, some clients, I've seen it on some people from YouTube, are very upset with Trump. And I tried to tell people, I said, he's invested in vaccines just like Biden. Not about, bad or good. This is not about that. You cannot, I try to tell people, it's not the person. The people that are behind this, steering this, steering committee, they have people that are Republican, Libertarian, Militia-y, whatever, Democrat, Tory, Labor Party. It's not about red and blue. It's not about a person. You have to stop looking for someone to save you. That Trump, you know, I had somebody tell me the other day, oh, everything is going to go away because once Trump gets in office, the true president, there's going to be no more mandates. And what did he say in his, I didn't hear, but I saw a soundbite and I heard, heard it plenty. Oh, I'm mad at Trump because he came out and told people that he got vaccinated to take the vaccine. I said, I told you. Whoever is put in place serves a purpose, and, and everybody knows this. And I've had plenty of clients and also very close friends that have been in politics, and they have told me, both on the Republican side and senators and congressmen that I've known and people that are in high finance that know the ins and outs. That's kind of like I'll get privy with the type of clients that I have, some of them. And they've told me it doesn't matter. Lobbyists, there's people behind corporations, so you're going to see this tussle. Saturn is, is government, is corporation. Then you've got Uranus wanting to break that free, right? With the Aquarian energy of what's good for the group, what's, but also for the individual, for the people. So what I would share, because people have been, again, you know, what should I do? What should I do? Can you try to ask yourself, just be common sense. How can we have this amazing president or amazing corporations that are, are making the right decisions for people and, the, you know, 
uh, environment and that are making the right decisions is is fair labor trade and for women and people of color or gender or whatever, okay, all of the above, you know, raise minimum wage, um, not have, okay, all these things that people kind of spiritual bypass into, we're not going to have that until consciousness change. We are this consciousness, an aspect of us. We may be further along, but we dream this dream into existence. There's a polarity that's playing out. So the more we get into the extremes of the polarity, the more the other polarity plays out. That's what's going to be so challenging. We have to keep checking ourselves and going, okay, okay, I really, and I have felt that, like, I can be very adamant, and then I have to go, okay, Michelle, you just got to breathe and meditate and go get into the, the center you don't want those thought forms, those thought waves creating the extremes of the duality playing out into the polarity plane. We're always going to have duality. That's a part of creation. You don't have creation without duality. Male, female, magnetic, electrical, ovum, sperm, spermazoa, right? It, it's, it's always there, you know, the fertile, the, the, you plant the seed into something, electrical outlet. So ACDC, whatever, there's always going to be that. But the game that's changing is living more and more from the soul. That's why I'm doing soul-centered living. It's a very different way of living. And as we heal more, as we wind out of our wounding, as we elevate, ascend, expand, and connect more to the heart that we can barely hear because our heart now has become emotionalism. That's not heart energy. We move more into the subtle frequency, the subtle energy of the all that is. And then we make our choices and our decisions from there. So for a while, yes, there, there will be splits. And some of those splits are going to stay. People are going to choose the reality that they want to live in. There are going to be some major reality changes in small groups and cities, um, counties that are, are, are known for a different way of living. And that's not good or bad. That's what is. That's the next level of the all that is that wants to have this experience through us as us. It's creating it now. Split isn't going to all of a sudden go back together. Let's just be clear about that. The split is going to keep splitting. The unifying force, listen to it again, metaphysically, the binding and unifying force is love. So if someone just chooses to live in a what they call utopia, smart, you know, tracked existence or city that's known for that in high finance and, you know, digital currency and boom, boom, boom. Um, and you have to show certain papers to get in and get out or to work. Then that, that's the reality they're creating. Someone wants to live on a farm or whatever or another community that, you know, I don't know, is based on artisans or something. It has to be okay. We have to understand that united, wherever that is, however that is, you know, that oneness is always been very separate. There's always been uniquenesses and differences. There needs to be a medium way, and there will be a medium way, but there's going to be a lot more factions and communities so love, oneness, care, rights for all humanity, care of the other. These are the things that we need to be connecting to. 
not about the duality or the over, again, there's always going to be duality, but the extremes of the polarity. You know, do you not understand this person but still respect their choice? Frustrate you, make you mad. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's like a close-term marriage. You may not like your partnership, your partner, your spouse, your best friend. Your, everybody's now saying, well, you're not my friend if you don't do like me. You know, I had a disappointment the other day because someone really did not want to have to be, you know, get the shot, but ended up having to. And so, but that has to be okay. (laughs) They're very upset about it. They had to make a choice. They're having to make a choice day by day. And I I could see the pain um, in this face. I could see the pain, the angst. And I felt for that person because being made to do something on this level that you don't want to do. But again, there's different levels, you know, I mean, some people put the mask on, who cares? You're going in someplace or you're on the plane. It has to be some mutuality, but where the, the, the line is going to be different for everyone. And Aquarius likes that. There's a lot of gray or different shades and colors and hues. Yes, Sue, we the people have to make the first change, change within us and our thoughts. Beautiful, beautiful. What was your question, Sunray? What year are we on? Yeah, we're, well, we're in, it started in 2020. I had the visions, I think 2016, 2017. Um, These visions, but I've been getting bits and pieces of what is up and coming. I guess since the 90s. Now, I didn't remember all this, but when this started happening, I started getting emails from clients and people that did my workshops and channeling groups. Oh, you predicted this. You predicted this. And so now what I'm trying to do is just go back and and connect back in with the guides and say, okay, you know, give me more. Show me more, please. And what do I need to do? And how can I help others? Um, But you're not going to see – I feel like the bigger change – Starts around 2023 to 2025, 2023, 2024. I was told, you know, and in the 90s, I thought 2020, God, that's so long. I was told 2020 was pivotal, that we would be in a world that we didn't recognize. And then 2025, you know, that it would begin to be that, that we weren't understanding things or recognizing what was happening. And that 2025 was another pivotal year between 2030 and 2050. And by 2050, we would have a world that we don't even recognize. So that is the timeline. Um, People that are astrologers, it it fits in with the astrology. As everything does, I tried to launch my soul-centered living earlier. And it turns out the aspect, everything that's happening now, between now and February, we have some huge astrologer aspects in February, end of January, February, that really kickstart. So right now we've got this regressive energy. Things are slowing down a bit to really look and see and check in with yourself. And what I'm sharing, you know, I had to, okay, what are my beliefs? What are my, what are my true values, my core values? What do I value? How do I love? What do I love? And what are my values? And if you're sticking to those through this, you will be guided by your higher self because you'll be aligned to your higher self. Um, 
Sue McCarthy, uh, third eye is what I mean. No, shocking because it's even shocking to me. <laughs> if I hadn't, you know, when I received these visions and now lately the, the downloads are with what I've been receiving, the, the other visions that I'm getting now, and now I'm, I'm sitting for them, um, it still shocks me. I still, you know, the human part of me is like, what? And then I get a text or an email this and this is happening, and I'm like, oh, my God, I just had a vision about this. I just saw this. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is a reality shock, but that is also Uranus energy. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, let's get to callers because we do have our guests coming on in a little bit. I want to get to callers. Um, I would say, you know, check it. Don't, you know, I was telling everyone, especially when I was getting these visions, I would tell the people that I was sharing it with, my clients and definitely my team that I work with and some, and some workshops, I would say, you know, this is what I'm getting. It's not about believing me or not. See how it plays out. Check it in with you. You know, some of you look at astrology or numerology, check it out, but bring it back to what's real for you. And again, what were, what were your values pre all of this? You stay true to your innate values. You're going to be guided. You're going to be in alignment. You're going to be more attuned to your heart soul aligned and connected to your higher self. So because no one's going to be able to tell you what to do or not to do. Even the things that I'm posting on Patreon, like I'm posting about what's happening in the financial world or where to invest. I'm not going to say do this or do that. It's channeled guidance. You, this is, Aquarius is a lot about self-responsibility. So people are going to have to do their own research and a lot of that research is going to be within. All righty. Let's get to callers. Hello. Welcome to awakenings. You're on air. We have our guests coming on. So I'm going to be kind of quick, 12 to about three minutes. Hi, welcome. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. You're on air. What's your question? Hi. Um, how am I doing on my path? Okay. Give me your first name, please. Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Everyone has to be kind of like there's just so much coming up, and there's I feel like another mass exodus between probably October and the end of the year, and then again next into next year. So there's a lot of change. A lot more is going to be revealed, um, not just externally but internally. Let's see for Lisa. What's going on with Lisa and her? You're doing a deep dive, a lot of change about your values, your principles, your beliefs. You're seeing yourself as a resource. You're seeing yourself, you're connecting more to your soul's gifts. I do hear patience, that the changes you're going through are very deep. They're intrinsic. And you're getting to know a deeper part of you, a more soul-connected aspect of you. So, I would focus on, you may even be focused on finance or how can you do what you want to do, um, you know, in, in, and, and live, you know, have that income or your gifts. Um, so, yeah, you're doing well. Just have patience. Keep doing the deep dive that you're doing. Right, what, gifts do I, what gifts do I have? Oh, well, that's what this deep dive is about. Okay. That's what this deep dive is about. You're you're to be putting in, being put in touch with your soul gifts, and one way is it starts through your values, your principles, your beliefs. What do you value? 
You know, what are your beliefs? Some of those are going to be changing. You're going to be seeing yourself in a different way. So you've got to, you know, it's going to take time. That's what the guys are saying, patience. But so that you value yourself. That's your next path. I already see it happening. I already see the future of it. It will happen. But you have to get to know yourself as your own resource, your own soul gifts, and appreciate that. Then you can stretch out and have the life that you want. But that's your area to focus on, okay? Wonderful. All right, so keep us posted. Much peace. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, yes. Sorry, I heard my speaker. My name is Nicole. Pardon me? What is your name? Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. My question is, um, I'm in the middle of closing on a house. I just had the uh, inspection, and I'm about to have the appraisal done on, like, this second. And um, I guess my next step is put my down payment down and signing for the house. I just wonder what you see from there. Okay. Well, you're definitely in that exodus of moving. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Shows a move. You're yeah. definitely. Um, I don't know about this month. It could be up to three months. Is that, or maybe that's the closing or something. Yeah, it's not immediate, but it does show. It, it does they show told, they, yeah, they said about the end of September, beginning of October, and that's kind of, yep. kind, of okay. it's kind of a conflict for me because that's the time my mom just passed away on June 26th, and we're supposed to go spread her ashes in Maryland, oh, and I'm going to be out so of town. Well, let's see. So if you, it's, well, yeah. see what you can do because that, that's the time frame I'm getting, so... Um, see what you can do talking to them. But that's when I tune in. Um, that's what I was getting. Yeah, because they're supposed to leave on the 9th, and I'm hoping they close on October 1st. I'm, I want to actually, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we get it on the 1st. Well, it might be. I, that is. Yeah. End of August, September, October. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Do, listen to our, take a chill, get some tea, some nice beverage. We have a great guest coming on. It's in, it's in hand. It's moving. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Okay. You'll be able to. All right. And again, I'm so sorry for your loss. We have one more call and then we get to our guest. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, thanks. Hello. This is Miranda. Um, so my husband has an opportunity at work uh, to take on a new position and he's a bit ambivalent, and I'm just wondering if you get any insight on this. He's a lot ambivalent. <laughs> he's leading. To, <laughs> is, is it is it going to require more of him somehow? He's not sure. He's he doesn't think. He doesn't think so. Yeah, he's weighing it out. He's not sure whether to take it or not. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm getting. Um, Here's the thing, it's not a destiny issue. There are there are things that we can forestall or delay. There are some things that are mm-hmm. destiny issues that are part of our path, our soul's path. I don't feel right. that with him. I, mm-hmm. I feel like um I feel he's leaning more to the no, but mm-hmm. the, the but there is a part of him that's saying, I probably should take it or I probably should do it. So it's really up to him. So I, I, I feel like he's leaning more towards the no, but then that part comes in. 
The part that's saying no is stronger, but you know how that can be. Sometimes at the last minute, well, no, it's extra money, or I don't want to, you know, I want to look good for the boss. I want to look, take one for the team, look like I'm, so he may acquiesce to that. Um, It's funny because I'm seeing a squirrel right outside my window, squirrel medicine. So he may be thinking about, I keep hearing consolidating. So whether there's more money or it's like he'll be looked at in a certain way if he doesn't take it, there, there's something there he won't wants be any to more. make himself. There, uh, there won't be, be any more money. There won't be any more money involved. It's just, it's the same pay. They're just sort of asking him to take something else on. And, I know, but yeah, what so. I'm saying, okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. repeat it again. I'm saying it's taking either more money or taking one for the team mm-hmm. or he'll be seen in a mm-hmm. certain light if he doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. See? Right. So that's what right. he's getting pulled into. It's kind of like if he mm-hmm. doesn't do it, it's kind of like we need your help, you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go over well. I'm just going to say that. Even if they say, okay, that's fine. And I think he knows mm-hmm. that. And I think that's why he really doesn't want to take on more. He doesn't want to do it. Maybe that's why he says that it's taking on too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I would tell you. That's what I would say. It's not a destiny issue. It's up to him. However, mm-hmm. I do see if he doesn't do it, it's, it's causes some wrinkles. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. And we'll, okay. Will the wrinkles be overcome, or is it like going to be something where he eventually has to leave? Because well, it's just, it's just people disappointed mm-hmm. in him. I mean, again, maybe mm-hmm. that's his learning lesson, like to do what's right for mm-hmm. him. Right. You know, right. And, and not people please as much because they're expecting the people please. Come on, pat mm-hmm. on the back, you can do it. So, and he is a people path. pleaser. I know. That's what I see. That's why I said it's take one for the team. So there's nothing adverse if he does or he doesn't. It's it's part of his own growth. And I can't, you know, in a one minute tune in, I can't, you know, I'm not counseling him. Or, um, right. So it has to be what he feels is right for him, you know, and, and what, what is it worth? Because it'll cause a little instability there. It, it definitely will. And he he knows that. And that's why he is torn. Because if it was no big deal, he'd either say yes or he'd say, no, not for me, thank you. But he knows right. that there'll be some ripples, consequences, some disgruntly. Mm-hmm. All right, Miranda, just know okay, that when it, you. it's his choice, you know, it's, yeah. it's not going to be horrible, but it, it's going to mm-hmm. be extra work. It's, yeah, it'll be extra. All right, keep listening. All right, thanks. Coming on. You're so welcome. That's good, thank you. All right, everyone, it's time for our second half of the program. I'm very, very, very excited um, for our next guest. Rachel Lang is a professional astrologer, healer, and psychic medium. She's worked the past 15 years with businesses and individuals, including A-list celebrities, tech startup entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, activists, and students. She also holds a master's degree in theology from Loyola Marymount University, and an internationally recognized speaker. She offers classes, lectures, and workshops on a variety of topics. Um, she's also uh, writes a monthly horoscope column for the Omega Institute's Omega News, as well as LVBX Magazine, and she's contributed to publications such as Bustle, um, Well, Good, and Romper. And coming in September, she has a book coming out, Modern Day Magical Rules, to Realize Your Power and Shape Your Life. Ooh, love that title. Hello. Welcome, Rachel. Welcome to the program. 
Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I love your show, Yay! and I'm just so thrilled to be a part of it. And I love, I just, I was listening to you giving readings, and I was like, yes, yes, I'm feeling the same thing. So Are it's you? really oh, great cool. to be with you. I love it. Oh, maybe <laughs> another time, maybe if you're open to it, another time, come on and we could do um, readings together. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm getting excited. Like to do. <laughs> oh, yes. And you can bring in your astrology, and yeah, we'll do a little mashup. Yeah. yeah, I would love that. Oh my god, I love it. Um, yes, yes, yes. Oh, good, good. Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, make a little note just for Sadie. Um, so first of all, let's just. Um, I know Loyola Berry, not I'm right near there actually. Um, oh wow, very let's cool. Dive, yeah, but yeah, let's dive in a little bit to your. Um, path and first awakening and then I definitely want to get into your book I think it's like so timely I think right now we we really need things to help people focus more on creativity soul expression self-expression you know creating a different reality you know creating out of the muck and mire of and you probably see that as an astrologer I mean it's just it's there the energy for creation is there that's going to be the problem solving is creative solutions but I do want to dive into that I also want to know how did you how did you start doing what you're doing now yeah so I I think I've always always been on a spiritual path I mean since I was a child we were really I was raised in a very religious and and spiritual home and family and so I loved I mean I loved Mm. we were Catholic and I loved you know, the, the, the angels, and I loved, like, having mystical – I had really mystical experiences. Um, and so mm-hmm. I grew up having a real awareness of other realms and of the spiritual world. And then I was about 14 years old when I discovered a, a book on astrology at the public library. And it changed my life. <laughs> it was like I was – it opened me up to the whole – new age section of the library. And from that point on, I just became a spiritual seeker. And so I started working with teachers pretty early. This is, you know, what I, this was like in the nineties when all of this was really underground and I was in the Midwest. Yeah. So it, so, you know, so it was like, like no one was doing this. (laughs) So I was going to these like basement metaphysical stores to take classes with spiritualist leaders and, you know, it was like this real underground. I remember those I, days. Yes, I figured you did. <laughs> and, um, and, and isn't it so cool to see where we are today, where I think all of us, we paved the way for this whole yeah. new generation of, you know, now witch talk is so huge on TikTok. It's like billions of people consider themselves you know, uh, you know, witches, they're into metaphysics. Like there's been a whole world that has been opened up. And, uh, and so for me, my, my awakening came really early, but then I made it a mission to help facilitate awakenings for everyone who, who finds me, like my clients, my students, and, uh, and even people in my personal life. Oh, I love that. And you can see that. You can see and feel that in your energy. And um, and just as you were talking, I was getting a little flat. You know, there are a lot of people that have been on this path um, 
kind of maybe a little to the side that are that are really coming to the forefront. I really feel that with you, with the awakening, like this, mm. like like this next run, this next level. Um, yeah, so it's great to have you. And by the way, my first, my my book from the library was a book on astral projection because that started happening, and I'm like, no what way. the heck's going on? Yeah, and I went to the library. <laughs> I don't even know how the librarian showed me the section, the metaphysical section, and how I got, I don't know if she told, I don't remember. I just remember taking the book and then reading it and then doing it at will, learning from this book. And that got me deeper onto my path. Like, okay, you know, I've, I've had all these visions and the psychic since birth, but now this is like really getting me in there. So we got the library experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Not many people can yeah, say yeah. that. I love it. I know. Yeah. It's, that's, it's, it's, I guess everyone's, you know, uh, you know, just on Amazon now. <laughs> Yes, exactly. But back in the day, they didn't have that. And definitely they didn't have a lot of books like that. It took a long time. Oh, my gosh. So, I, thought, like, I, I loved that, though. Like, there weren't, weren't computer programs. So, at, so the whole process of learning astrology was very artistic and also really, like, it really put, put, it in, put the idea into place as above, so below, because you could draw, like, mm-hmm. as you're drawing a chart, and I used to get my protractor and my compass out, and as you're drawing a chart and placing the planet, you really have this deep awareness of how connected we are to the cosmos, and it's the most, mm-hmm. that, that's, where, that's where I just, you know, fell in love with it and started to see the magic of it. Mm. I still have my first chart. And it's and it's kind of a tannish paper, kind of. Uh-huh. Um, I have a lamp, and then by hand and different colors. The person used different colors to highlight different things. Um, and now, oh. of course, is computerized. Um, so you did all that. You'd have to do the the, the math, right? You'd have to. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and I, I am Michelle. <laughs> I am like a real creative. I'm an artist. I, I'm not like science and math were, were or math in particular was like my least, my least favorite subject in school. I mean, it was like the one that I consistently got B's, sometimes C's in. And, and so actually learning astrology helps me to really embrace math. <laughs> yeah, you have to. And always people that do the aspects in their head, I'm like, wow, that's great. Oh, that's a quintile. That's, oh, wow, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So now you do a lot of astrology. In fact, I want to give people your um, website. I mean, it's rachellangastrologer.com, right? That's, That's the right. best. Okay, cool. What, what, what would you like to share? Um, what are you seeing and what are kind of you, the pulse of the astrology um, sharing with your community? Because I bet you're getting a lot of questions about the astrology of now and, and how people can – Mm-hmm. kind of individually answer this call. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we all are getting the call to wake up to to the to the to really what our soul purpose is. Always going to resonate with the culture that we were raised in or the family or even the friendships. So there's this real tension that that is happening between mm-hmm. where we're going and where we've been. And that is expressed mm-hmm. by the planet Saturn, which is the past. 
It's the, the structures and the responsibilities that we had. It's the rules of our childhood that have been sort of embedded in our subconscious. And, and it's challenging Uranus, which is the planet of progress. It's the planet, I like to call it the planet of disruption for the sake of growth and evolution. And so we mm-hmm. have the, and it's the future. So we're also moving more and more into the ideals of the Aquarian age. We have Saturn in Aquarius. Pluto is going to be entering Aquarius. And what that means, essentially, is, you know, Aquarius has two different impulses. It's the impulse for individuality and the impulse for connectedness and groups, like community. Mm-hmm. And so we have mm-hmm. this real idea of, like, being completely ourselves and expressing ourselves, realizing that we have power that we haven't been aware that we've had before, and then with that agency, with that power, with our light shining brightly, how can we be of service to the whole? And here is where our spiritual, our spiritual understanding is evolving in a very big way. And this is why I think we're returning to magic right now more than ever. Also with Neptune and Pisces and Jupiter entering Pisces next year, we're all going to be walking around with our magic wands, waving them and saying, how can we change the world? Mm, I love that. Yeah, that's sort of what I've been sharing, like you know, the creative aspect. And like you said, the soul or the soul gifts, people, that's the next level of awakening is to that soul. Mm-hmm. And I like what you say about the magic, because I think people, I almost look like, like a hose that, you know, has a lot of water and it's like, it's a little unwindy. I think I'm unwieldy. I think some people are like, don't realize they have the power. Then yeah. others are like, Oh, I got all this power. And it's like all over the place. <laughs> and then others uh-huh. are kind of measured testing it out. Right. So mm-hmm. you're seeing much more of a shift towards the individual power empowerment. You are seeing that coming more next year. If I'm hearing. Yeah. You. And I think, yes, yes. And I think, I think this illustration the market you know um mm-hmm. and we're also seeing that with the rise of cryptocurrency which uh you know has been has been really affected by jupiter in aquarius but we're seeing mm-hmm. that like the whole purpose of that the whole reason why that started was because Pluto and Capricorn in 2008, uh, we saw the corruption of, uh, of our of banking, of a lot of the corporate and financial systems of the, of the world. And, and so cryptocurrency, Bitcoin was started in a response to that as a, as a way to bring economic power to the people, to individuals. So mm-hmm. we're seeing themes of decentralization we're seeing themes, themes mm. of people who have historically not had power finding a voice within culture and a big, loud voice by gathering together with other like-minded people and standing up against systems of power that have not been fair or balanced or equal. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? I love how you're explaining this because I feel like for our listeners, you know, some are obviously deep dive astrologers, but a, a lot are not. Uh-huh. So you're kind of, you know, putting it layman's terms, which is great. Because I feel like 
that's one way for people to ground what's happening is to understand and then have the, kind of have a call, you know, okay, try this, try mm-hmm. that. Um, but, you know, I also feel, I always say comments, look around, you can see the changes. I remember, I think it was mid-90s, I had done a prediction. I was working with a lot of stockbrokers and um, traders and doing small channeling groups. And I was seeing everyday people trading stocks and those expensive seats mm-hmm. that they have, trading seats, people yeah. getting rid of them. And, and people, they, that'll never happen. What? The average man, <laughs> they can't, they don't, they're not trained. How are they going to do? I said, computer. Oh, no, no, no. Trading by computer. No, no, no. Because they're in the pit, <laughs> you know. And they're saying yeah. $740,000 for these seats. And then what happened? Mm. E-trade and all those other things. Yes. So, you know, you can see it, reality TV, this whole thing of leveling that playing field, leveling that playing field. Right. Um, so what I hear you saying is, like, there is actually more of that the more we get into this, you know, not just Aquarian energy, but actually all of the, the air signs. Um, mm-hmm. is it, let me ask you, how, how is, is it kind of like a um, – from an astrologer point of view, when you look at the aspects of how it affects people, is it is it just people start getting these ideas and then just creating something differently? Is that is that um, and, and is it something intrinsic that starts happening more on an individual level? Like in everybody's life, they just start saying, "Well, let me try this," or "I'm going to do that," or and then somebody mm-hmm. creates something maybe through an app or a business. What do you see in that? Yeah, I think I think when we have these big planetary cycles that we're mm-hmm. all we're all everything on earth, even plants and 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 animals and and inanimate objects, everything responds to the vibe, to the energy. Mm, and okay, okay. You know, like we're all we're all so connected. There's no way that we can separate what's happening in our own individual minds with what's happening in the collective conscious because we're all a part of it. So if people like you are awakening others, their world is changing and their relationships are changing and their ideas about faith and spirituality and themselves are changing. As they wake up, they wake up others in their lives. And so it's a ripple effect. Um, And I think these are how some of the transits So there is like a frequency. There is a change. There is something that that shakes things up. And then, and we can read that symbolically by seeing the the astrological transits. But really, it's individuals in their individual lives doing their own thing, living their lives and and to the best of their abilities, or even to the worst of their abilities. (laughs) Like individuals in our individual lives, we're the ones who change the entire culture, which is why it's so important to adopt a mindset of possibility instead of fear. Um, And it's why it's also important that we see. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, And it's also important that we find ways to build community with people who are, who are doing things who are resonating with us. This is why Mm -hmm. we're having, you know, full moon gatherings. This is why where, like, when I first started my work, my full moon gatherings would have, like, six or seven people. Now, if I have one, sometimes, you know, the most I've had is 60 people. And this is just a real small community. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so things, like, 
we're all kind of going back to the practices of our indigenous ancestors. And I think, I mean, I don't know, Michelle, we're, we're pretty woo-woo, but I, I kind of think I, that they're on the other side helping us and being a part of this and working with us to return us back to the yeah. earth, to return us back to our bodies, to return us back to a balance between the divine feminine, the divine masculine, to see that, that, that we're all one. Yes, I believe so. I feel it. We're being so guided, especially even more and more now. You know, people are awakening to whatever their galactic self, you know, living more from their higher self, but their galactic or other dimensional self. Um, yeah. Yeah. Aspect. Their guides, they're, you know, really like going, okay, let's say as a kid, you know, we had guardian angel, like, okay, I do have this guiding force or a guide or a team of guides. Um, so I do feel we're getting help. And by the way, I know this is going to sound, but I mean, from a metaphysical or esoteric point of view, the quote unquote other side, the push of the other aspect of polarity is challenging uh-huh. as it is, is helping us also because it's squeezing us into the possibility. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, last week, I think I had a, I had a uh, dip because I saw Dr. McCullough got censored and I, oh, I, some yeah. of the things that I had, yeah, that I had predicted, I, I started seeing boom, 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 people were sending me stuff. So I got like in a little fear pocket and I talked to somebody because they had sent me something. We had a little chat and then I got up and I made my tea and I was doing stuff. And then I went, Oh, I got a damn. And I started doing my videos and I started creating and just doing stuff. And my friend texted me, how are you doing? And I said, I'm doing great. I go, you got to get, just go into the creative flow, this chaos, go in the creative flow because we're out creating it. You know, that's the whole thing. Yep. And so I feel like, the, unfortunately, that other painful ah, side, I mean, of us, is that in this strong, it's, it's like, I feel like it's squeezing us into, like, creative solutions and to connect more yes. and to speak our truth more. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like, you know, there's a, so going back to Aquarius, going back to Pluto's getting ready to enter Aquarius in 2023, 2024, Jupiter and Saturn are kind of paving the way. And Aquarius mm-hmm. is humanitarian. It is community-minded. But it's also, you know, it's, it's, its modern association is with Uranus, the planet, the rebel planet. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and, 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 and Uranus and Aquarius are related to invention and innovation yeah. and, and technology. So, yeah, so I think, I think that's. That I love that. Yeah, I Uranus conjunct my Mercury, so I totally. Oh, I can, <laughs> I can see that. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah in so what sign? Ask you because uh, Leo. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that you oh, would use your voice yeah. in a way that sparks that sparks change for people. Yeah. Yeah, and I also need mm-hmm. editing because Leo is like you know big picture. Mm-hmm. All the people that work with me, that I'm like edit it down. I know, I know, I know. So <laughs> what? I'm very curious because I keep getting in my channeling this 2023 is pivotal, and I know. Okay, you just said mm. for a little smidgy of a time, Pluto goes into out, moves out of Capricorn and goes into Aquarius in tw- next year mm-hmm. or in 2023. In 2023, um, yeah, it. Yeah, I'm seeing big change. Start. 2023, yeah, 2024 to 2025. I'm really 
could there be like, I mean, and I don't mean it has to be, you know, it could be different forms of revolution, but I feel like the more the masses are going to wake up in that time frame. Yes. Is that a- um, yes. Yeah. Anytime Pluto changes into a new sign, it makes itself known. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it's leaving the sign that it's in, uh, it, it, it is because Pluto moves so slowly gets a lot it gets really comfortable in one sign and mm. um and as it's leaving that sign it's looking backwards and saying did i do everything i wanted to do and when pluto first started um moved into capricorn this was the very beginning of the the um of the march on wall street the occupy wall street movement it was the beginning oh. of the mortgage crisis uh, you know, a huge crash, like an economic, economic crash, and then an attempt to rebalance the the economy and to like bail out banks, essentially. Um, and and we've also seen so Capricorn is corporations. It's it's um, a lot of like the the old guard and the the traditions, the rules, laws. It's actually law enforcement too, and so we've seen a lot of restructuring of all of those things. Since, and a lot of reinvention since Pluto has been in Capricorn. In 2022, and, or in 2022, we are going to start having the uh, U.S. Pluto return. That's and this is right, when, right. you know, like, so, and, you know, so, yeah. I think, and because all, all countries and all economies are sort of wired together, and because now with COVID, we all know how, how one country, the instability or the challenges of one country have ripple effects to the whole world, when we go through our Pluto return, it's going to be a big change here. And then mm-hmm. Pluto enters Aquarius, a whole new sign in 2023, and then it moves back into Capricorn for a little while, and then it moves back fully into Aquarius in 2024. In 2020, okay. Oh, my God. So that's interesting. So... That's, yeah, so I feel like all of this is kind of, I know there's a lot of change, but I feel like the bigger change, like more intrinsic. Um, and I, I mean, I can get Pluto in Capricorn, but I'm like, Pluto in Aquarius. What does that <laughs> look like? I mean, yeah. that's like, what? what? Uh, I, it's revolution, basically. I mean, like, you know, we, we kind of started uh, when the last, it was two, it lasted in Aquarius, 240. 50, 250, around 250 years ago. And um, because Pluto takes that long to go around the Zodiac. And so at that time, we were seeing, like, we had just come out of the American Revolution. We're seeing Mm -hmm. colonization happen in so many countries and so many countries rising against, you know, uh, their their colonial rulers. So we saw a lot of, like, of, like, um, uh, of people rising into power. Um, and we and there were, you know, other other advancements as well. But I think I think for us we're going to see like, you know, ways that we can use more ways we could use technology to connect us and to heal the planet. I think that there's going to be a lot of like environmental uh, advancements and changes. Probably working with things like mycelium, um, mycelial the mycelial what network is- the mushrooms. Oh uh, yeah, oh, mushroom. it's like uh-huh. this whole mushroom network. It's like it's like an underground Wi-Fi. It's amazing, and so oh, we're, wow. you know, so, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, 
so Aquarius rules the internet and the connectivity. I mean, it's an air sign, so all the airwaves. I think we're going to see something about, um, I think we're going to see some relationships between the network underground and the network above ground. New satellite systems. I think we're going to see some pretty exciting changes. Oh, my God. You just, okay, because one of the things my guide said about what's upcoming changes was underground economy and underground railroad, that things would be underground. Mm. Mm. That's very interesting. Mm. So what do you, yeah. yeah. So I don't know, tunnels, somebody said maybe it was these tunnels. I did see people getting shuffled, you know, like in cars that couldn't get in and out of cities. Mm. But maybe there is something, maybe we put, gosh, wouldn't that be great to put a lot of these wires that we have underground? I mean, is that something that the technology that you're seeing, like maybe the technology is different that we have? Yeah, or or that somehow we learn from the underground networks like mycelium and we can use, we can like biomimicry, use some of that like some of those systems uh, to mm. create solutions for problems that we have environmentally or, you know, challenges that we're, that we are, are experiencing on the earth as a result of, of some of the changes that are happening on with our atmosphere and with, with the planet. So mm. now is the time that, that we need to be dreaming. Like we need to be like being creative together. And this is where I think magic comes in. Um, because it can mm-hmm. connect us like this and help us help us to to find ways to envision the life that that we want to move into. Yeah, I love what you're saying, and it's so positive. I mean, and, but we do need. I mean, you know, I read other people's books and stuff, you know, and other videos. <laughs> we do need that inspiration, uh-huh. right? That, that you know, learning. We're always learning. And receiving new information and, you know, I would say that like these new, the books that are coming out now and the people and the way people are speaking, it's the new emerging consciousness coming through, like guides yeah. for us to help us, you know, co-create, to realize our power, shape our, I mean, that's so where we're at now. It's about realizing your power and shaping your life. I mean, that's, yes. you got it there yes. in your title. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. It's so funny. I was at, Whole Foods the other day, well, months or so ago, and this guy, such a little peachy of a guy at the checkout, and something about, I don't know if I was giving my number or whatever, um, buying the globe, but he said something like about, well, you know, AI is going to be taking over, and I said, I looked at him, and I said, no, never. He goes, what? You don't go, and I go, I said, no, because consciousness trumps everything. I said, consciousness got to remember what creates the AI, what creates the mm-hmm. smartphone, the computer. I love technology. And I said, so, you know, don't worry. There's always a next step that consciousness is ahead. I don't like the bike. Where did the bicycle come from? You know, we didn't have a bike, yes. you know. And he's uh-huh. like, oh, my God. He goes, I feel so hopeful now. Thank you. <laughs> he was about digital, everything going digital. And he was, like, panicking. Like, is that going to be fused? And I'm like. There's a next step in consciousness always, you know. Uh-huh. Um, oh, Rachel, we got a que- question here. Okay, sure. from Sue. The more I feel pulled into a different direction spiritual, my work life gets more intense and takes more time. 
Is this the rubber band getting ready to break or catapult me into another reality? It's like it won't let go. I see that with what's going on in the world. Oh, yeah, the polarity. So she's saying, yeah, she's focusing in one area and the other area is intensifying. Good question. Right, and I think that's the square. That's the Saturn Uranus square. So the duties and obligations of the past. But I would also say that it might have something to do with core beliefs. Um, about work Ooh. and money, you know, like sometimes when we feel those, the pull to like, toward like, you should be doing this. That's the voice of Saturn very often. And, um, mm. and, and I think that's where we want to see like, whose voice is this? Is this the voice of, of my parents? Is this the voice of my teachers? Is this the voice of, you know, of my boss? Um, and I think, I think this is a challenge. Uh, but I also think that we, that our daily lives, like we want to integrate spirituality into our daily lives. And so what I, I, I talk about in the book is like, is that everything can be sacred if we bring intention to it. And I talk about how, what I do, because my work, my, mm-hmm. I, my work gets busier the more spiritual I am. And, and in some ways, that's, that's how it's designed because we're, we're operating at a higher vibration, and so more things are coming to us. Um, our light is shining. And so one thing I talk about is how I, I, I have a special spoon that I cook with and a special pot that I call my cauldron, and it's, it's green for the heart chakra. And my spoon has inlaid turquoise in it, and I call it my magic wand. And when I'm cooking dinner, I am either listening to something uplifting or I'm, I'm doing something to make, to make that, that experience sacred. So it's a meditation. And the same thing, like when I'm taking my shower in the morning, I'm clearing, I'm clearing my energy for the day. I'm offering love and healing to all the clients who I'll meet. I'm basically putting myself in, in, a, um, in a sacred space uh, because sometimes I just don't have time <laughs> to, to, to do a lot of meditation. Um, and, and so for those times, I make my work, I make every activity I do throughout the day a sacred experience. Mm, I love that. But I think that's where we're going, where it's yeah, attunement, minute by minute, time, okay, I need this. Like when I had that fear the other day, the little pocket, you know, or I tune in for a client, I, it's like, that's why I think our tools, it used to be a luxury, like, oh, it's cool to take this class or do this or that uh-huh. or talk about this. Now it's like, no, you've got to use that now. That's the only way through all of this is um, yeah. using those tools. Um, of course, and that's a lot of what your, um, you know, book goes into. Um, God, there's so much to ask you. Next time, I've got to come back, dive into asteroids, <laughs> readings. Oh my gosh! Uh-huh. Um, but I do think what we're talking about right now, plus it fits in so much with what I was sharing at the top of the program, um, because I'm getting so many questions, and, and this is why I appreciate someone like you coming on. Um, I think we all have to kind of step up and like acknowledge what's going on, but what works, what works for us, and what are some of the solutions. Um, I mean, I'm definitely going to recommend your, your book because um, I, I keep getting drawn back to your power mm-hmm. and shape your life mm-hmm. to realize. Because mm-hmm. after I feel we're be- that's the big button right now. People feel powerless. But mm-hmm. 
you know. I always yes. look at people could have and held he, empowerment in a concentration camp. We could be feel empowered through this. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's been some right, extreme situations right, right. on the planet. But they need help. Yeah. And we need guidance and we need inspiration because we run out of juice sometimes. You know, it gets, it gets to be too much. Right. Yes. Yeah, it does. And I think, you know, I think, um, so, you know, I, I talk about really specific, practical ways to work with magic. Um, I mean, it's like, you know, one of the, the, the magic rules, um, that my book outlines eight magic rules. And one of those magic rules is that magic is power. And, you know, during, I, I did a lot of research on the witch trials of, of in Europe, um, of the, of the early, the 1600s, 1500s and 1600s. And, um, and one of the things that was really fascinating to me was the ways in which uh, the gov- like government, relig- religious institute, the ways in which the, the, the people in positions of power were using propaganda to, to yeah. create fear of witchcraft, fear of, and it's really it's what's like, happening what now. Fear, propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ultimately, what I what I uncovered was that it's a fear of spiritual power. And um, yeah. and around that same time, we had a lot of mystics who were actually using their mystical gifts to uh, to to have more of a voice within the church. And so we have spiritual power has always been inherent. But we've been taught mm-hmm. to be afraid of it and to and to fear it in other people too. So so magic has had a bad mm. rap. People have, con- yeah. have associated it with like evil and seen it as antithetical to 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 science and religion. And and so yeah. now it's like time for us to disrupt those ideas and say, but what is it really? Ultimately, it is us being in tune with our intuition, trusting ourselves realizing that we that we do that we can shape our lives and that and and Mm -hmm. and and actually reclaiming that power for ourselves Mm. rachel you're an inspiration i love this i'm going back to it realize your power (laughs) and shape your life that's where we're at folks everybody's saying it in many different ways but there it is and i have blue ink blue and white (laughs) Eight simple rules. It is modern day magic. That's what we're going to be tapping. That we're these creator beings, create co-creators. You know, we've been doing it hit or miss, but now it's like really owning it. Like you say, realize it. It's yeah. not like, oh God, that happened. Or that's a cute synchronicity. No, now it's like our intention needs to be in this. You know, like mm-hmm. okay, this is, this is stuff that's real, um, right? Gosh, right. Rachel, we're winding out of time. I so look forward to having you um, back on actually multitask a little. Thank um, you. I, I emailed Sadie, the producer. Um, what a great energy you have, and um, just you're doing such beautiful, important, Aww. wonderful work. Um, you're answering your soul call, so it's, it's really great to um, just be a part of that and be a part of your energy right now. So thank you so much for coming. Thank on you. Really thank it. you. Likewise. I feel the same way about you. So it's, it's really been great to, to, to talk with you today. Yeah, you as well. All right. You have a great day. Um, lots of love and light and we'll see you again. All right. 
All right, everyone. Some of you I know are just getting in. Yeah, awesome discussion. Thank you, Sue. Thank you. Thank all of you for co-creating this, all of you that were listening all through the program, in the chat, on the phone, website, archives later. Uh, thank you so much. Um, definitely have her back. Um, that was Rachel Lang. You can find out more information about go, uh, by going to rachellangastrologer.com. And her book that's coming out in September, perfect timing for everything that's going on, Modern Day Magic, Eight Simple Rules to Realize Your Power and Shape Your Life. Let's just say that again. Realize your power, everyone, and shape your life. And that's, that's, that's a great place to be. Um, Love it, love it, love it. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, thank you so much for being a part of this uh, podcast. I appreciate you all so much. Uh, just going to recap a little bit if you want to connect with me further, soulplayground.life. If you're interested in soul-centered living, go to soulplayground.life, courses and classes, click there, and then you get a little blurb, and it'll take you where you can find more information and um Join in starts this Saturday. Um, also connect with me on YouTube, Instagram, MentorCam if you have quick questions, um, and Patreon if you want to do a deeper dive. Um, but a lot of you are saying that you want you're open to uh, more of these kinds of discussions and conversations, so we'll definitely be having uh, that. And also, please, please let me know how you're doing. Please keep in contact, um, even if it's, you know, comment on Instagram or on my YouTube channel. Let me know how you're doing. Um, I love hearing from all of you. And, of course, in the chat, you guys let me know how you're doing, which is great. You can always call in, you know, for reading, of course, but also just, just let me know how you're doing on your path or what's working for you. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep away. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?